0: community oh my goodness i am super excited about tonight's episode as you guys can see i'm fine solo but not completely i got a i got a new co-host with me tonight a tipped co-host um we gotta send some love and peace and feel good prayers to my co-host regina b Uh, She's not feeling good tonight, but we're gonna rock it out. Y'all know how we do. Um, I'm just so grateful um, to be here with you guys tonight. So, guys, if you are watching from, um, smile, baby. If you are watching from um, YouTube or our Facebook, um, definitely like it. (coughs) Excuse me, like and subscribe. And Share. I'm actually about to share the broadcast right now. So as I'm sharing, I want you to share. I want you to click that like button. Um, all of those things guys And Oh my goodness. What do you guys think about that new intro? Amazing. Hey, Regina B. Hopefully you are feeling better. My dear. We love you. We miss you. All of that good stuff. Um, but let's see. I'm sharing right now. So I hope that you guys are sharing as well let's see here let's see here It's going down on a tuesday and i'm so freaking excited yes 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 let me hear up one more of my group y'all because we're gonna have an amazing show tonight i got one of my babies with me oh my gosh i'm so happy Oh my goodness. So guys, tonight's episode, we're gonna talk about some awesome things. We're gonna be talking to my oldest child, Lindasia. How you doing, Day? I'm good, mom. <laughs> so she is home, guys, because we have been, we have just, we're on the peak end of our battle with COVID. Um, and so I'm happy I got to hang up with my girl. For a couple of weeks um, because she is getting ready. Well, she is getting ready to start her senior year of college. Wow. So, yeah, your girl has um, a whole senior in college. Oh, my gosh. We'll talk about more about that with Lynn, as she likes to be called um, in just a moment. But we're going to be talking about guys, not the flesh. That's going to be our our, um, you know, teaching, coaching, our, our talk about topic tonight. And of course, we're going to jump into our, our soul work towards the end of the show. But um, let's get let's get into it. Let's get into it. Um, Lynn, Lynn Deja, please introduce yourself to the family, to the uncommon Faith family.
1: Hello, guys. I'm Lynn Deja, her daughter. Yes, I do like to be called Lynn. Um, I'm a senior at Prairie View and i am a biology major.
0: You didn't do the you know.
1: You know. No, oh my
0: gosh. If I got any fellow Panthers out there, y'all come for her in the comments because that was the weakest
1: you know (laughs) that I have
0: ever heard in my life.
1: Anyways, I am a biology major, chemistry minor with hopes to become a pediatrician.
0: Yes. Awesome, awesome, awesome. Stop moving, baby. You nervous? I ain't know about you tonight. Um, <laughs> you got to hold yourself back tonight. Um, all right, Dave. So the first segment of our show is um, whenever we have guests on the show, we talk about, I know God is real because. And so I want you to either share a testimony or an instance or anything that has happened in your 20-something years here on this earth that where you know without a shadow of a doubt that God is real.
1: Okay. Well, it was probably um, a few years ago when we had our worthy night at Temple of Grace. And um, we just had a really big breakthrough for our entire family, especially my brother and our relationship. That was like the stepping stone to improvement for us. And I could know, like me and him, are definitely improving. Which, if you like, don't know me and him, have not had the best relationship. So, yes, that's probably my one of my bigger moments. was like, yeah, I got it. Okay,
0: well, tell us like what happened when you don't have the like the down and dirty details. Mm-hmm. So, guys, just to give a um, you know a little <laughs> bit more, uh, you know, details when it comes to worthy night. So, worthy yeah. night is a night that we had. Um, and it was it's basically a ministry night. One of the themes of a part of the ministry that we do is worthy your worthiness. And so Deja, um, the kiddos, myself, Regina and some other awesome people. We um, hosted one of my mentors. Shannon had an event and she came to town and um, and so we had this amazing breakthrough night. But Deja, when you say that you had breakthrough. So was it things that were on your heart that nobody knew about? um was some of that stuff discussed was it stuff that you got you have been dealing with or your brother have been dealing with like give us a little bit more detail into i guess some of the things that happened that night for you to know that god is real
1: okay well yeah i guess it was a mixture of everything i can't remember um it was stuff that we didn't know about was going on with him mentally um when you were you know doing your fighting demons thing you do wow um <laughs> And I can remember we were all, like everybody had got done praying and we were all just sitting in a circle. And I hadn't said much the whole night. I was just really observing because I'm a very observant person. I don't really talk much. But um, Shannon had looked at me and she was like, she's like, what's going on over there? And I was like, oh, I'm okay. But I could actively feel like something was holding me back. Like I could feel like something was keeping me from talking. Like there was a big lump in my throat and I wasn't sick or anything. That was just that's what it was. I couldn't I physically couldn't talk. And she was like I didn't tell them that, but that's just what I was going through. And she was like, I feel like something I feel like something is holding your throat back. Like you can't you can't do anything. And I was like, Yeah. And like I said, I hadn't told her anything. And then right. afterwards it's like after someone else had acknowledged it, I was able to speak. You know, I was able to um, just tell her what had been going on, things mm-hmm. that I didn't know had been going on with my family Just like secrets, no more secrets within the family Right And things like that So, and then after that, you know There was a whole shenanigan that happened And then I would, oh, no, not shenanigan, okay, okay, okay Not shenanigan, but a whole event happened A whole
0: breakthrough It yeah. was like, that's when you really see And you guys know on the show, we have talked about Um Uh, We've talked about breakthrough. We've talked about going in the courts of heaven. We've talked about all of those things. So you guys know when it comes to the supernatural, when it comes to um, things moving in the spiritual dimensions, we're not, you know, that stuff isn't uncommon to us, right? That's one of the reasons the show is called Uncommon Faith, because we understand that things happen in the spiritual realm, right? Um, and so when breakthroughs started to happen, so one, you said you felt something holding you back, Mm -hmm. right? You felt something holding you back. And so that's one of the reasons why, and I'm happy you shared this testimony, because it ties into the show tonight. When we talk about, it's not the flesh guys, it's not the flesh. Some of the things that we fight, fight, they're not, it's not just flesh that we are fighting. Right. Um, so shannon confirmed that you were feeling something holding you back in your throat where you literally could not speak you couldn't have the breakthrough that you that your your spirit man wanted
1: mm-hmm. but
0: you physically couldn't take that step because we know faith is what faith is a what word it's an action word right so faith is action. So in order for you to walk by faith and to get that breakthrough, you have to participate in that thing. OK, you got to participate. So if you guys are watching this, make sure y'all are sharing this because um, I'm going to pull another one out of it real quick. So I know that instance happened, but I know you got another one. Indeed. So you specific one in mind? No, I just want you to share because so many things have happened and God has shown Himself to you, uh, you know, through your giftings and things like that so many times. Oh, you think you're funny? No, I'm not being really funny. I'm just saying that for most, I'm going to say there's a large majority of 20 something year old college students that are walking around who have no clue um, of the levels of, of the spiritual dimensions that God is giving you access to already. I'll say that. Mm-hmm. So, okay. would you like to can you share mm-hmm. another testimony day on how you know God is real?
1: Um okay. I guess like my mom said my gifts that yeah. So, I believe that my gifts are my dreams. Um I guess you can say prophetic dreams. Um I remember Okay, segue to air quotes. (laughs) My prophetic dreams. I remember my very first one. I was, want to say, I was in high school. I think I was like a sophomore in high school. And my dad had to go on like a business trip because he used to have to go away like for months to work. And we hadn't seen him for a while. And I was just like, man, like, what is dad coming home? And so um, I had a dream one night and it's like, I opened the front door of our house and my dad just came in. He had packed all his bags. Usually, when he comes, you know, he'll visit, he'll bring like a suitcase or something for a weekend. But he had all his bags. And like I said, we hadn't seen him for a long time, except for on FaceTime, of course. But um, yeah, he had all his bags. Like he was moving back home. But we didn't know that. My mom, she didn't tell me anything. I had no clue. The only thing I told my I just texted my dad, I had called him, but nobody had told me, like, yeah, your dad is coming back home, like, yeah. And so the next morning, you know, I went and I told my grandma, and she was like, yeah, you know, don't tell your mom, but she told me that your dad is coming back home. And I was like, that's crazy, because I had a dream that he was coming back home. Um, That was, I guess that was the first instance, because of course you would think it's a coincidence, but afterwards, like, right. things like that had continued to happen um and i guess uh even to this day um i still do have dreams like that um i see i'm able to see things uh like in the flesh i don't get scared from it or anything see things like what things <laughs> like uh figures i'll say um
0: that are because you said in the flesh what you mean to say like in the spirit yeah in like, the,
1: yeah it's so like i'm in the flesh but they're not they're not fleshly things like i can't physically touch them i just see them um do you like give an example or is that i mean if you feel comfortable um uh, i remember i was at school and um i was walking out of my dorm and i saw a black cat run across my feet but not run across my feet but run to an apartment next to me and then when i looked there was no cat no one had opened the door or anything and then when i walked (coughs) past the staircase i saw a child under the staircase but you know when you look back there was no child So it's like, just things like that, or I'll just see like figures whenever I'm driving around or things like that, just like humans, but like I said, they're not flesh, it's just shadows, it seems like. So, just things like that, and I mean, like I said, I believe in God, so I don't think it's anything except for something in the spiritual realm that he would like me to see, you know, so.
0: Right, right. Yeah. I love it, I love it. Now, Dave, let me ask you this, because... You know, I know you mentioned the first dream that you had, but, you know, we've known that you you've been prophetic since you were a child. Right. So when it comes to um, what advice would you give to other parents out there whose kids may, um, you know, their gifts may have been activated and things like that. What advice would you give to a parent who may not understand, um, you know, the spiritual realm? Um, I would say don't be afraid. Cause I know
1: um one of my friends, well, two of my friends actually came to the worthy night and they said if we weren't there to see everything, then and if you came back to school and told us, we would have never believed you. We probably would have stopped being friends with you because we would have thought that you were weird. And it's only because that their parents had never explained anything like that to them. Like, you know, they didn't see people. Passed out in church from being overcome with the Holy Ghost or something like that like they didn't they weren't around that when uh, They were younger I was so it's like that whole night It wasn't a shock for me Like I wasn't overwhelmed But they seemed to be overwhelmed because their parents hadn't exposed them to anything spiritual so I would say like don't be afraid to You know trust your kids with that kind of information because you never know how much they can handle or you never know if they've already experienced something along those lines, right? Um, yeah, don't be afraid. Be open with them. Don't sugarcoat things with them. Of course, if it's a child, then yeah, like talk to them in ways that they can understand, basically. But if it's like an adult like me, like, you know, don't sugarcoat anything because I know I don't like to have things sugarcoated. No, she's not a child. She wants straight, no chase. Just yet. rip the bandage off because I mean that's just that's just how I understand things, you know. So
0: And yeah. I tried that when you were younger and it didn't work. Yeah. I think that caused um a lot of confusion and division in our relationship when I didn't trust her logic, I didn't trust her maturity, um, and so I would give her bits and pieces, and she would get frustrated with me um, because I wasn't, you know, forthcoming with even more information that she could. That I, I came to realize she could handle it. Mm-hmm. Um, but great point when you brought up, um, you know, don't shy away from it. But I want I think more importantly, or not even more importantly, I think also just to add to that, we want to have an open door of communication with, um, you know, with our children and as parents, especially when it comes to things spiritual or, or you know, their thoughts, their belief systems, and things like that. Because just like, um, you know, we had Monica on the show for a brief moment a couple of weeks ago, and you know, the whole experience with the her phone and six 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 and all of that, right? What if that would have happened to one of your friends whose parents had no clue or no one in their family talked to them about it? Like they had no one to turn to as that they as they were growing in their spiritual journey. That would have, you know, it could have caused her to to turn away from God. Mm -hmm. You know, it could have caused her to shut down so many things. Right. And so it's definitely important for us to keep that line of communication open and mind you just because like i know that there's a whole movement of people leaving the church okay but i plead to you guys i encourage you guys to remember that even though you may leave the four walls of the church the four walls of the church was never the church in the beginning we are the church the people are the church right so just because you decide to disconnect yourself from fellowship don't disconnect your relationship with god don't not show your children or be that example for your children on how to have a relationship with God. My kids have seen me worship in church and my kids have seen me worship outside of church, my outside of the four walls of the church. My kids have seen us have Bible study in our bedroom, in our living room. Right. So I encourage you that even though you may say, you know what, I don't want to fellowship. I don't want to be around those people. Do not, please, I'm pleading with you guys, do not do your kids an injustice of them not seeing you love God. Because if you didn't see that, if you didn't know God or if you didn't see how we love and how we worship God in our house and how you, how I've raised you even as a single mom for a period of time, where do you think that your, your faith will be at now? I
1: probably wouldn't have any or like the dreams and stuff that I get, I'll probably like really freaked out or things that I see I wouldn't, I don't fully understand them, but I haven't a good enough understanding to where it's like, I know where they're coming from. They're not coming from a bad place or bad, it's thing, it's coming, I know who it's coming from. So yeah, I feel like I'll be weirded out by it. Um, I wouldn't have a faith, and I would just, I don't know, believe in anything or, you know, just be walked all over by anything and be influenced by anything.
0: Do you think a majority of, you know, because I know you're around so many college students and young people and things, do you think that's the state of a lot of of your peers right now?
1: Mm, I would say a lot of them know. I feel like a lot of them believe in God. They just don't know how to pursue the right relationship, but they don't know how to talk to him properly Mm -hmm. or they are like in a a stuck place basically like, where they believe in God, but like they look key still want to do their own thing. Mm-hmm. So it's like they're they're like teetering back and forth. But I feel like they know who he is. I don't they think, know God. Okay. Yeah.
0: Okay. Okay. Now let me ask you this. For give some advice to some parents. What is something what is one of the main things that you and your friends talk about that drive a wedge between you being an adult or you guys being adults and your and you know in parents in that relationship what is like one thing one advice that you would give parents who desire a better relationship with their children
1: mm, well i mean i don't really talk to my friends well no i didn't talk to them about that um or even you go back
0: to points where we weren't on the same page
1: yeah um i would say well with my friends i know one thing is like not talking down on your kids or, like, just because you don't understand what they're going through, it doesn't mean that, like, it's invalid, I would say. Um, yeah, I would, yeah, just don't talk down on your kids. And then with us... What do you mean? Give me an example of not talk, talking down on your kids. Um, an example. Like, one of my friends, her and her mom had a really tough relationship because of the way that she looked. And her mom would, like, talk down the way she looked because they didn't look the same. Like, she wasn't as light as her mom or wow. her, she wasn't as she didn't weigh the same as her mom mm-hmm. so it's just like things like that like don't talk down on their physical appearance because you never know what they're going through you don't know what kind of like mentally what they're going through because everybody knows like if your mental health isn't great or it's not even great but if your if mental health isn't up to par then your physical self your spiritual self everything else can like fall down if one of those things are not in line everything else can can fall down as well so don't like if they're struggling in school like don't talk down on them like oh you're dumb or oh you did it like no what do you need help with like what can I do to help <coughs> you fix your grade something like that so that's what I mean um and our relationship I would say don't get don't be afraid or get upset when your kids ask you questions or why's that's my, oh my gosh, that's my biggest thing. Don't be mad when your kid asks you why they're in trouble or why they have to do certain things. It's like, because it's nine times out of ten for me, it wasn't disrespect, it was really just, I'm confused. Like, if you know me, I like to ask a lot of questions because I have to have a clear understanding of what I'm doing or what needs to be done or why I'm in trouble, you know? Because I a lot of times when I was younger, I didn't mind being in trouble it's just i didn't understand why i was in trouble sometimes really? so it's like i would be like why why is this happening or why do i have to do this and this and this instead of saying oh because i'm the parent or you don't understand then make me understand You're like right. that's that's the thing so that's what i would say well like parents don't be afraid to
0: answer your kids questions or don't get mad when they ask questions in general right and i agree i, I totally agree that was especially when i was a single mom like my husband helped me. And it's ironic because that's the part that's the same personality type I have. I ask a lot of questions. Like, I want to seek. I ask questions to seek to understand, mm-hmm. not to change your view or anything like that. It's just flower seeking to understand. And my baby has a lot of my same personality. But with me trying to be a single mom, trying to be this father and mother, and da-da-da-da, you got me doing, da um, <laughs> trying to be the strong single mother. It was just like, no, don't ask me no questions, stay in the child's place. And I didn't realize that those actions was drawing a wedge between me and my daughter. And so when I did try to sit down and have conversations with her, she was like, you didn't want to listen. You didn't, you didn't accept my questions when I was trying to you know, when I was trying to seek to understand now that you want to sit down and talk to me about a totally different subject. Do I even feel safe talking to you
1: mm-hmm.
0: or do are you going to shut me down? So, parents, I encourage you to uh, to listen to your kids, to ask them now. Now, now don't take it too far.
1: Yeah. Like, 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 my kids know, like, yeah. I'm going to answer some questions now. Like if, but, you, if you can tell like they're doing too much and that's different. You ain't got to say stay in child's place, but it's like, mm. you can, there's just, right. you, you can just say like, hey, that's a question for another day, or do you have anything else besides that, Just it's, it's just something like that, but if it's like clear that they're doing it just to do it, like to get out of bed time, because I know my siblings will ask questions because they don't want to go to bed, Yeah. it's like, if it's something like that, like, alright, I'll answer it in the morning, or we can talk about it later, go yeah. it's time for bed, like stuff like that, but if it's just a simple why, then I mean, I don't see a, a reason not to answer it
0: i agree and being a also being a young mom that was um you know that was a growth opportunity that i had with my kids and you know my family and contests i was i I, it was no games it was it was no games i literally wanted now deja let me ask you something so when it comes to um how you were raised and especially when you guys were younger did you know that i did not want like my kids had to represent the family brand a certain way like my kids were not like I didn't want my kids to throw fits in the in the grocery store my kids were not doing that you know I don't like a loud house um uh my kids had to you know I wanted to present them a certain way I didn't want them to go anywhere acting like I didn't just feed them Things Like, did you know how impo- important that stuff, or did, were you just thinking, oh, that's just how my mom is? Like,
1: yeah, I didn't know until I got older that, like,
0: that's the reason you were doing
1: it. I just thought, I mean, I thought I was every parent, like, you want your kids to always look presentable. You don't want us walking walk around with our hair all over our head. Like, with, if you fed me five minutes before we went somewhere, we shouldn't be saying, oh, I want this, 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 stuff like that. So, I mean, I just thought that's how parents
0: were. I didn't think that it was for our brand. Right, right, you. and it was, and it was that brand of, you know, I was a young single mom, a teenage mom, and it's just like you already get enough. Think to to stereotype. Right, yeah. exactly. You are there's so many stereotypes that come from being an, you know, being African American, being a being a teenage mom because everybody thinks that you a hoe. Um, you know, just so many different things that go on, and I'm like, that was not me at all and the last thing i wanted was for my kids to to fit into the stigma oh she ain't got no money she can't do this she leaving her kids with people like i i didn't i didn't play those games like if i did need my family to help watch the kids while i was at work you know i'm picking you guys up it's late at night and i'm on my way Mm -hmm. um unless the family was like flower please just you know if i had to close and open I got to be back at work at 8 o'clock in the morning and it really didn't make any sense for me to come get you guys at 11 o'clock at night but those are just some of the things I didn't know that you knew Mm -hmm. um, what was going on now guys um, before we take our first break I want to pivot a little bit and I want to talk introduce our our, um, you know another topic that we're gonna be talking about tonight and guys that topic is not the flesh now, Deja, when I say not the flesh, what did you think that I was gonna talk about? Be honest. Things I don't like to talk about. <laughs> like what? <laughs>
1: Intercourse. I don't like to talk about that gross. So But we're not talking about that. So
0: So you thought that I was talking about being intimate. Yes. Okay. Okay. And um, interesting, interesting. And Deja knows, like I am a very and she's like that because I'm a very um uh, how can I say this? How am I dating when it comes to stuff like that? You like don't I don't care. have a filter. Yeah, you don't care. <laughs> <I'm> like, <laughs> you don't care. I do care. That's why I I mean I'm you so care, honest. but you you don't
1: I mean you don't sugarcoat nothing, so it's like Nah. You don't care.
0: Especially <laughs> when it comes to stuff like that. For what? Because when you out there in the world doing what you do. Ain't nobody gonna sugarcoat it for you so guys yes we're talking about not the flesh tonight and so i know we got to get ready to take a quick break and so we'll probably take our break a little early so that we can jump into um this topic because i am curious um to know what you guys are, are what you guys think when it comes to not the flesh when it comes to us not dealing with the flesh and understanding that a lot of that some of the things that we go through it has nothing to do with the flesh. So yeah, we'll go ahead and take our quick break and we'll be right back um, on Uncommon Faith with my special guest, my oldest baby, Lindasia. Life is better when you are living on purpose, but many times we get stuck in the rat race and in the mundane task of our day-to-day lives, causing most to lose sight of their purpose. That's why certified life coach, inner healer, and business strategist Laflower Bowie is here to help you get calibrated to your calling through proven systems, techniques, and resources. Order a copy of her book, Principles to Reposition, to assist you with your journey, or schedule a free clarity session to kickstart the journey. After these sessions, clients have stated they found clarity and open their eyes to things they had long forgotten. So get social and follow La Flower on all social media platforms at Laflower Bowie. And don't forget to mention Stunner Radio sent you. Hey guys hey Lisa I know that you're watching huh um but and welcome back to uncommon faith <laughs> i was just checking some of the comments and stuff uh welcome back to our episode tonight i am rocking it out with my baby girl uh, my oldest baby girl lindasia and so we're about to jump into our topic tonight um called not the flesh now this topic came to me guys um as i was you know just sitting and meditating and praying today you know god reminded me of um you know ephesians chapter 6 when he goes into um the armor of god so um let me bring it up really quick so he goes into the armor of god but a lot of times we talk about the armor of god but sometimes we don't we don't we don't preface that or we don't jump into why we even need the armor of god okay why we even need the armor of god Right. And Ephesians 6 and 11 says, and I mean, this is the, the King James Version. Ephesians 6, 11 says, put on the whole armor of God that ye may be with that ye may be able to stand with stand against the wiles of the devil. OK, <clears throat> excuse me. Um, verse 12 says we wrestle not against flesh and blood, but against principalities against powers, against rulers of darkness of this world, against spiritual wickedness in high places. That's not flesh. That's not flesh, right? Deja, what do you think about Ephesians 6, 12? When he breaks down, you know, that we wrestle not against flesh and blood, but against principalities, against powers, against rulers of darkness in this world, against wickedness in high places.
1: Hmm. I think it's talking about like just things that we can't see or things that we don't understand. Like other people be like, "Oh, the universe is against me." No, I don't think that's the universe. I think that's uh, I think something a little bit deeper than that, a little bit darker than that. So I think it's talking Mm. about those kind of things.
0: Right, right. And so I think sometimes we use words like the universe or you know all of that to kind of um you know glaze over some of the things that are really happening um and so when we talk about the um you know the principalities and things like that we know that um when we take a look back at david we look at david and we know that david um We do the day, I'm sorry, the Daniel fast, the Daniel fast, my bad. We do the Daniel fast, the 21 day fast. And, you know, we do some of those things and we do some of these fast guys. And one of the reasons that we have the 21 days is because of things that were going on in the atmosphere, things that were going on in the spiritual realm that held up his answer from God for 21 days because there was, Principalities that were stopping him, right? And so I really want us to really take a a step and look at what's going on in your life. Look at what's going on in your life, um, you know, on tonight and really evaluate okay, what is flesh and what is spiritual? You know, what am I really fighting against right now? Who am I really fighting against right now? Thank you, Holy Spirit. So, what I'm hearing from God is that. Right now, there is such a territorial war that is going on. A territorial war that is going on. Say one more time. There's a territorial war that's going on, Deja. When I say territorial war, what what do you hear? What do you think that is in the natural? And then, what do you think that is in the spiritual? In
1: the natural, I think it's like somebody's in your area and they shouldn't be like. This kind of how it is, but I think it's Afghanistan. Mm -hmm. That's a fight for territory right now between the U.S. and uh, what's not not Afghanistan, but um, you know what I'm talking about, right? Yeah, that's the territory thing going on there. Spiritually, um, I feel like maybe you're the territory, and there's a fight between like holy things, unholy things, and they're trying to have like both get at you at the same time, but you know something's not someone's not pulling hard enough to lead you which way so maybe territory, you the territory just don't know it
0: that's good that's good i didn't even think about afghanistan but you're right there is uh, uh you know territory wars that are going on guys in your backyard across the ponds across the seas in other countries and other nat- nations there's physical territory war because guess what we can make a lot of things um you know as humans we are super intelligent we have so much technology but the one thing that we cannot make over and over again is land right we can't make new land we can redevelop the land we can make it look better we can you know do all these things but we cannot make more land okay we cannot make more territory. So that's why we are constantly trying to increase our, our personal territory in our spiritual territory. So let's, let's Holy Spirit, lead me in this, you know, as I break this down a little bit more. So Darius is, is, um, you know, as you get into the spiritual sense of territory, yes, you, your soul, your, that is, there's a constant fight for that constant fight and we talked about that we talked about the adversary going to and fro seeking you know whom he can um you know kill steal and destroy who he can devour and he's doing that for the sake of your soul for my soul it's all a soul it's a it's it's a play for everybody's soul right Mm -hmm. um and so yeah that's part of his territory right if you are it's like they just said whose side are you whose side are you on Whose side are you on? And guys, I know you don't want to hear it. I know a lot of you don't want to hear it. Like Deja just said, there's so many people that say, you know what, I love God, but I still want to do things my way. I love God, but I still want to operate over here. I'm telling you because of all the territorial things that were going on, because we are not fighting against flesh, right? You got to choose. You got to choose. You have to choose, right? My grandfather used to tell me, you can't straddle the fence, right? You can't straddle the fence. And, and, and God is like, right now, guys, either you for him or you against him. Either you going to ride with him or you going to ride against him. And that's it. But guys, Deja, let me know. By you having faith, by you knowing what your faith is, by you loving God, do you feel like your life is, do you feel like you're missing out on so much stuff?
1: Mm, I think I used to think that way, especially when I first got in school, Um, you know, it was a whole new experience, you know, I had, uh, I was exposed, not exposed, because I mean, you know, you can party in high school, but Mm -hmm. I was just around so much more, but it's like, I had to really think, and I'm not a party person, but it's like, of course, who doesn't want to go to a party every now and again, but, you know, things that happen at those parties, it's like I just knew I didn't want to partake in. So it's like I used to think that way, but now that I'm older and I mean I'm gonna leave, like I understand that all that stuff is just temporary. So it's like everything, the um worldly things, I guess you could say it's like they're they're still gonna be there regardless. Like there's nothing to miss out on it's the same people doing the same things, listening to the same music, drinking the same alcohol. It's just those kind of things. So I used to think
0: that way but not anymore right and i'm happy you said that because i think all of us have gone through that right we've all gone through a point where you're like man if i love god it's so boring like i, I can't do nothing but if i can chill at the house on sip on me sip on me a glass of wine and chill and know who i am whose i am and that gives me i have so much more freedom in christ than i did before Because before I used to think like, oh, my gosh, I have to I have to live this cookie cutter lifestyle or I'm going to wake up and go to hell. Literally, that's how I used to think. Like if I do this, I'm going to hell. If I do this, I'm going to hell. But my mindset changed when I started to know God for myself. When I started to read scripture for myself and when I understood scriptures like this, when I understand that, no, I'm not fighting against flesh and blood. I'm not fighting against flesh and blood. A lot of things that I go through have nothing to do with what I'm that what's going that, um you know, in the physical. Right. It has to do what's going on in the um in the spiritual. All right. So next thing, as we said, guys, we're not this is not flesh. This is not a flesh game. okay? so we understand that our souls is one. okay? now let's go up and let's talk about territory, because when you talk about spiritual territory, the spiritual territory is not one on earth. The spiritual territory is one in the airs. All right. If you guys are watching this now, just type in the comments in the air, in the air. The spiritual territory fight is not on Earth; it is in the air, okay? Because that's where there is demonic assignments when it comes to territories. Did you know that? Mm, no. Yeah, there are demonic a uh, territory um, assignments. There, there are there demonic things um, entities that are assigned to cities, states, regions, all that type of stuff and so if you ever travel when you guys travel and when you guys are touched when you're in touch with your spirit man right um when your insensitivity is higher you can feel the changes when you go to a new place have you ever traveled to a new city or a new place and you like this feels different or Mm -hmm. you notice that the, the people in this location they struggle with a lot of the same things um, yeah, I went to one place to watch like
1: a drive in movie at a pool or something. And when I got there, I was like, mm, I don't think I'm gonna come back. Like, I can tell like something was off. Like, everything looked fine, but I could
0: tell something was off. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. And I know, again, I know this may sound crazy to some people, but this is where this is where God was leading me tonight to, um, This is where God is leading me tonight to talk about that it's not the flesh. And earlier this year, we talked about that God has called some of you to change your your geographical location. He has called some of you to get up and move because things are going to happen when you move. But God has called you to get up and move but sometimes we hesitate because um, of fear. Like I got to ask Deja today. I'm like, Deja, if we move <laughs> to an island, um, what did you think when I told you that? Like, hey, if we end up moving, like, out of the country or something, mm-hmm. how would that? How would you feel? I said I'd come visit. I mean, but if God called Deja, let's say you, after you graduate. You become this amazing doctor. What if God calls you to go practice in another country? I mean, I go. It's not a problem. You didn't explain it that way, though. I'm just, though, I'm just, I thought about it now. I'm like, would you be obedient to the call? Because guess what? Your Your location can impact who rules the territory of the air that is surrounding who rules that region who rules that city are you guys feeling me do you guys understand this because it is so so it is so important um, for us to understand that it's not the flesh and a lot of times it's not the flesh and that there is a serious territory war going on on earth as well as in the airs of the regions cities locations that we live in even over some of you guys' houses hallelujah there is some 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 territory that you need to take back and that the first territory that you need to take back is the air that's over where your home is located have you ever prayed around your door yes what prompted you to do that I'm not. i
1: just feel like I'm being watched or something.
0: So no. you, hold on.
1: <laughs> Rewind that back. What did you say? I mean, I feel like I'll be being watched or something. I what don't does
0: know. that mean? Like i So how does it feel? Like, do you feel like something's watching you physically, spiritually, both? Like no, spiritually. So I pray around my apartment. So just you just walk around your apartment and. and cleanse it out, say prayers around it. What about your building? Have you ever prayed about like your buildings, your neighbors? Anything like that? Do you before because I like now your a new school year is about to start, new mm-hmm. semester. Have you ever prayed about, okay, who is who is coming into this territory with me? No, I never thought about that. Because especially when you live in apartments, right? When you live in a dorm, the person connect the person that is um next to you you can be impacted by who's ruling over the air of their home i didn't want to get back (laughs) really day i never thought about that right yeah right even when we lived in that when we lived in apartments did you notice like the energy would change when different people would move in and out Mm -hmm. yeah i did you did notice that Mm -hmm. Do you recall an instance or something, or you just? No, I just no, noticed it. No, because no, no. we had one couple that stayed across from us. I think they were from Germany. We uh, uh, At one point, we had a group of young kids that stayed across from us. We had a, a drug dealer stand below us. It was bananas, and we were, out, we, were in, we were in a pretty decent, one of the safest areas in Houston. Um, but yeah, that stuff impacts. So if you guys live like in a condo, an apartment, and things like that definitely walk your building pray over that building pray over the air pray over who is connected to you in that building because who the air that's ruling them the 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 principalities that are assigned to to um to them and to that location guys it can impact you and your home most definitely all right um any questions or comments about not the flesh deja Mm -mm. so if you go back to your dorm and someone's like deja what in the world was your mama talking about when she was talking about not the flesh how would you uh what would be your response go watch the video really oh my gosh oh my gosh all right guys so just to go a little bit deeper into ephesians so after god tells us this he says, um, you know, in 13, he says, wherefore, take unto the whole armor of God. OK, that ye may be able to withstand the evil in the you may be able to withstand in the evil day and having all having done all to stand. I can't read tonight. Y'all don't judge me. Don't come for me in comments. But basically he's saying in 13 is OK. So, you know. That there are that that it's not all flesh you know that there's principalities you know that there's powers you know that there's rulers of the darkness right you know that there's spiritual wickedness in high places so you know all these things so what do you do right what do you do he says Wherefore, take unto you the whole armor of God. So it's not just about us marching around in physical camouflage, guys. We have to literally put on this whole armor of God so that we can withstand. God never said that the, the uh, you know, that the weapons wouldn't form. He said what, Deja? You know, if you
1: form days, we shall prosper.
0: Exactly. <laughs> right. He said they won't prosper. He said they won't prosper, but he never said they wouldn't form. That's why he gives us this formula to have this armor of God on so that the weapons won't prosper, so that we will be able to withstand the evil that comes to our doorstep, so that we will be able to withstand the evil that attacks our children, so that we'll be able to withstand the principalities and things that try to rule over our heirs and our territories until we become strong enough to take some of that stuff back for the kingdom of God. That's what we have to do, guys. And I'm not gonna go into the armor, but just to touch on the armor, guys, first we have to gird up our loins with truth. We have to stand in truth the at all times. You have to stand in truth. We have to put on our breastplate of righteousness. We have to put on our breastplate of righteousness. We gotta walk that right we have to walk righteousness out, guys. We have to live by this thing, okay? Then it says, um, you know, put your 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 gospel shoes on. I used to have Deja and remember that song? that um, the armor of God song I I am a Christian. Yeah (laughs) I used to have a kid sing this song about putting on their armor of God and You know, we would tell them to put their gospel shoes on you have to know the gospel of peace That peace is gonna help you when you don't understand The wars and the things that are coming up against you when it's not the flesh, right? um let's see what else so next you gotta have that shield of faith you got to be able to have that shield of faith to to withstand some of those fiery darts that are gonna come from things that are not the flesh all right um those you know those darts can be wicked you don't understand them like they just said i feel like something is watching me i feel like this does not feel right and that that's her being in touch with her spiritual being and saying you know what okay we got we need to armor up we need to armor up we got to do what we have to do um i'm making you yawn all right guys um let's see where we at where we at so we have our shield of faith we have to have on our, our our helmet of salvation we gotta have our sword of the spirit we gotta have the word right we have to have all of these things on um you know, and praying always with p- with prayer and supplication of the spirit, right? So all in all, guys, tonight we were just talking about you opening up your mind and realizing that some things are not just flesh. Right. Some things, some things that you're going through, it's not just flesh. Um, I honestly think this came on my spirit today because I was literally asking God, why? have you guys ever asked god why have you ever asked god why did you? Mm-hmm. and i know that you know when i was younger people used to tell me don't ask god why don't be asking him why I'm like I, I mean sometimes he tells me sometimes he does it right because he's not going to reveal all mysteries to us but sometimes i'll be like god why is this happening why did i go through this lesson because i i don't want to keep repeating the same lesson over and over again have you ever been like that like? God is trying to teach you something and you keep going through the same lesson over and over again and you don't realize it until it's like the second or third or 10th or 15th time you'd have been through it. -hmm. And that sucks. I know for me it sucks. I'm like, why can't I pass this test? Mm -hmm. Like how long is it going to take me to just wake up and be able to, to see the same test and be able to pass it? You know, and so I was asking out why today. And he just and this scripture came on my heart when he just reminded me, like, hey, some things are not flesh. Some things you're gonna have to armor up and, and 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 withstand and fight against. Some things are spiritual. All right. And so, guys, our soul work question for tonight definitely deals with our topic for tonight. And our soul work question for tonight really wants you guys to think into writing your journals and think about, okay? What are you fighting for? Cuz that's the second question that I that I ask myself. After I ask guy like, what's going on? Then that's the sec- that's the next thing that fell into my heart. Okay, flower, what are you fighting for? Have you asked your- ever asked yourself that day like, hey why am I doing all of this? mm mm-hmm. Mhm. 'Cause sometimes it gets discouraging, right? Yep, sure does. And so when you remind yourself what are you fighting for, what does that do for you?
1: Um, I mean it just gives me that extra push to not give up, especially in school. Um, yeah, it just reminds me of what I'm doing it for and the people I'm doing it for and just my long term goals or yeah, my long term goals for whatever the fight is for.
0: Yeah, I like that you mentioned that you have tangible goals. Like, and we should have tangible goals, guys. Because, if my biggest thing, and you guys know, um, I'm a firm believer in goals, you got to know your why, you got to know your what what, you what are you doing this for. Because if you don't, those are the moments when you will feel like you want to give up, those are the moments when you feel like, you know what, forget this. And some of y'all use a different f word and like forget this i'm done like i can't do this like what's the point why am i putting myself through all of this stress why am i putting myself through all of this just to grow spiritually but i tell you those of us who those of us who are growing spiritually for anybody who has grown spiritually God is taking you through some type of test. Or you've you've been able, not even God is taking you through some type of set, test. You've been able to overcome some type of attack. Would you agree, Dan? Mm-hmm. And it's easy to want to say, you know what, you just want to throw in the towel. But I just want to encourage you to understand who and what you are fighting for. If you're fighting for your babies, fight for your babies. Don't give up. If you're fighting for your future family, if you're fighting for the lifestyle and the freedom, the time freedom, the financial freedom, whatever you are fighting for, don't give up. But identifying who you are fighting against because I guarantee you, when some of those principalities come knocking at your door, when some of those things that are ruling against the airways that you were living under, when, when you were impacted just by the things that are ruling your territory, you're gonna to want to give up. The things that are sitting in high places when they attack their kids. I know we don't have a lot of time, but um, you know how old was was Zoe when she was going through that attack? I don't, know, I don't think she was like seven, seven or eight. That was hard. That was hard in the whole family, right? Mm-hmm. It's like because literally, literally we were my baby was being attacked y'all in her room in her sleep in 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 her mind my baby was being attacked something had an assignment against my household and it, you it had to try to come through my baby and break us and so it's not easy it's not easy but you want to know who and what you are fighting for how did that make you feel as a big sister, knowing that knowing that what she was going through was not a, it wasn't the flesh? Um, it was hard because she'll start crying and
1: then it's like, of course you wouldn't know like, what are you crying for? And I mean, that was my first, I mean, Zyane and Tamir, like they're my younger siblings, but I wasn't old enough to like really understand and take care of them. But like when Zoe came, I was almost 11 years old. So it's like, I understood, like, yeah, this is my sister, and it was my first actual baby, baby being around. So it's like, at 7, 8, and 9 years old, like, you just want to go outside and play. You don't want to have to worry about things that you can't see or understand coming after you. So it was hard, especially when, like, she wasn't able to just take a nap sometimes because it's like she would see things, she would hear things. Right. She couldn't even be in her room by herself for too long. She couldn't take a bath. Uh, by herself without somebody being there yeah. so yeah it's hard you know and it could
0: be frustrating sometimes because it's like initially it is frustrating yeah. because you don't realize that it's that it's okay this is spiritual like this is not flesh because at first we thought Zoe why are you playing like Zoe what you been wa-? remember we were like what are you, you been know, watching on your tablet Yeah. what are you putting inside your ear gates and your eye gates what is triggering this and then we were all like nah
1: Yeah, we were monitors. She watched no regular YouTube, only kids YouTube, kids Netflix. But it's like she was following all the rules. So what was it really, really going on? Because nobody else. I mean, I've had instances where it's like I can't sleep for sometimes, and we just have the pastor come in, like pray over the house and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. But I was old enough to where it's like I wouldn't. I could still go to sleep. But that's a child. Like
0: she's a kid. She doesn't understand. Right. So, yeah, it was hard for everybody. It was hard. And I think that was really one of your first times really understanding and knowing that, okay, this is not the flesh. Mm -hmm.
1: Yeah, I can agree to
0: that. Yeah. And so, guys, again, just want to encourage you guys. I pray that you have um, received something tonight. I pray that um, you have been encouraged tonight to, to keep pushing and to understand that, you know, Spiritual rumors is it's it's real, it is real, it's real, it's not um. Yeah, it's real, it's real. We can just say oh the universe and just blanket it, but it's real, it's definitely real. And so God gives us a formula to counteract to be able to stand to be able to go through these things, to be able to fight against those things. And when that storm is over, guess what? You and your family will still be standing, amen? So Deja, I know we gotta get ready to wrap up, hon. Thank you so much. You're welcome. I love you. I love you as well. I ain't gonna hug you on camera. Um, But from everything that we talked about and when it comes to the soul work for tonight, what would be you know some last comments that you would like to share with our uncommon faith audience
1: um talk to your kids don't sugarcoat things um know what you're fighting for and i mean just be open and honest with god like don't you know because i mean you can lie if you want to but he knows at the end of the day so here if, if you're going through something internally, like just be open about the whole thing
0: so, like, open mouth is going to get fit, so. Closed mouth. Closed mouth is get fit. <laughs> I like that. I like that. That's a whole nother show. Like, just be, God already knows. He just waiting on us to give that invitation for him to come in and, and intervene or help out with that situation, whatever we're going through. Because he already knows he's God. Mm-hmm. Right? Mm-hmm. So, have some good stuff, baby girl. I appreciate you. I can bring you on here more often. We ain't come back mm-hmm. But guys, we love you. We appreciate you. We thank you for rocking it out with us tonight. Again Comment below um, What's your biggest takeaway from tonight? I, I'm curious. I want to go back and read the comments later on um, To know uh, what's your biggest takeaway? Um, especially when it comes to Deja sharing her testimony about how she know God is real when it comes to um Knowing that it's not the flesh, knowing that it's not the flesh, or when it comes to our soul work tonight, what are you fighting for? So, again, if you're watching this on um, our YouTube channel, definitely like and subscribe. Um, If you're watching on Facebook, it's not too late to go ahead and share that video and leave a comment below. And if you're listening to the audio on one of our podcast platforms, we love you. We appreciate you, and thank you for the download. But um, we appreciate you guys. You guys have an amazing night and grace and peace. Good night.